Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you on today's show. Michigan State lands Antonio Gates Jr. Commitment for a top 24-7 player in the country. And we got some takes for Take Tuesday. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, July 27th. The year is 2021. Wow. Okay. Sure. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I am joined by my came up out the mud co-host Matt Sheehan. Sure did, Will. Got that right, buddy. That's right. In the year of the four star, we all got it out the mud today, baby. <laughs> yes, we are officially, finally, in the world of four star recruiting, Will. And I'm happy to be here, man. Let's go. Let's get it popping. We'll talk about it. I'm sure <laughs> we will. We will definitely talk about. Uh, Antonio Gates Jr. committing to Michigan State first composite four-star, first composite four-star for Mel Tucker uh, this go-around. And then uh, mm-hmm. we'll do some Take Tuesday and maybe some listener questions as well. That's planned for today. Show reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day. So um, let's see, July 22nd, just four days ago at the time of recording, Antonio Gates Jr. released a top five that included Michigan State, Florida, Penn State, Kentucky, Tennessee. Pretty impressive group for the four-star receiver. And of course, son of football Hall of Famer, legend, uh, Detroit legend Antonio Gates Sr. And today, kind of out of nowhere, and honestly not surprising, it wasn't really out of nowhere because the crystal balls had been coming in for MSU, but this is a kid who was set to commit to Michigan State back in October of last year <laughs> and sort of slowed the yeah, right. slowed the process down. It's been like, is he committing? Is he not? What's going on? Top five, top three, top seven? It's just, you know. Not that that's atypical for any high school. Not at group, all. But this is one where you're just like, all right, just let me know. Just let me know when the graphics out and we can <laughs> talk about it. Um, but on Monday, threw it up on Instagram, committed to Michigan State. Not a surprise. Four-star receiver slash defensive back. Uh, we'll see kind of where he ends up uh, at the next level. I believe the thinking is receiver. Uh, but, you know, that's yet to be determined. Uh, In the composite ranking, number 293 in the class, a four-star recruit, 24-7 has him as a number one, the number 210 player in the class, and the number five player in the state of Michigan. Like I said, top five of Michigan State, Florida, Penn State, Kentucky, Tennessee, no matter how you shake it, whether he pans out or not, whether you like him as a prospect or not, it's a really nice recruiting win for Mel Tucker and a really nice recruiting win for Michigan State and will certainly help boost the class of 2022, Matt. 
No, it's awesome, and especially with some other four stars, potentially maybe one day committing in Ryan Bayer and, of course, Alex Van Summeren. What a great start that would be to yeah. a nice little trio here uh, to round out the class. But, Will, we get a good player. We get a four-star, but do you know what else we get? We get a broad casting constant back in our life, baby. That's right. I am talking about the <laughs> Clayton Kershaw and Matt Stafford, our good pals. The If you're a Lions fan, uh, Joyke Bell couldn't play a game without the broadcasting crew bringing up that he played at Wayne State. Or, hey, for Spartan fans, who remembers the 2013 season when uh, the game didn't count as, uh, as long as the broadcasters brought up how good of a teammate and sport Andrew Maxwell was? Every single game. God, you know what? That's a good kid. He got benched, but dang it, he's still Sticking it out as if he would do anything else. Um, yeah, this is awesome. We get to hear about how he how he's Antonio Gates' kid. I mean, for the rest of his MSU career, probably in every single broadcast in the games that he plays in. That certainly won't get tiring over the next few years here. But no, definitely exciting. I got to say, I was a little bit surprised. I know the crystal balls were coming in pretty hot, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a kid that really didn't have a definitive timeline. I mean, he, just like you said, was supposed to commit last October, but took the methodical route, which I guess kind of resembles his game, right? Not necessarily known as a speed <laughs> sure demon by any no. means, but you <laughs> know what? The kid's methodical, and, and he gets it done. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's some poetry there, Will. Like it's, the it's right angle. in front of us. So Yeah, you like that? Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I so. like the angle. I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, Gates is, I don't know, I guess if you want to be like – he kind of projects as some like a, a more of a possession type guy. Uh, you would think, what is he listed at? Like six one ish right now, one eighty five. Yep. Like he's gonna fill out. He's gonna become a bigger bodied receiver. That mm -hmm. you know his athleticism is gonna improve certainly. Uh, have you seen the strength program pictures, Matt? <laughs> Holy mother of it. Yeah, dude, it looks like the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every single yeah. kid, man. Um, so, so I think uh, once he gets in the doors you know, they'll refine him into sort of the peak version of himself. But he is someone who wins with kind of like his dad, body position, control, yeah. uh, precision, good hands. He's not really someone that's going to like blow you off the page, but you look up and you're like, he's open. He's open again. Yeah. Oh, look, he's, he's open agile. Again. Um, yeah, right. He's single-handedly removed Will Johnson's fifth star. Like he, he walked up to him. He might as well walked up to him at a camp, taken, <laughs> seen him wearing a shirt with five stars on it and ripped one off and threw it on the ground and says, you don't get this anymore. Absolutely. Not. And I'll be taking the other one pretty soon here too, chief. So yeah, hit him with one of those. And that's, that's, that's partially hyperbole. Um, but I know, partially, I know for a fact that Antonio Gates Jr. repeatedly cooking Will Johnson at a camp is part of the reason mm -hmm. why there has been some second guessing to Will Johnson's ranking. If is he really a top twenty, top thirty guy? Uh, if he's just getting absolutely sunned by a, a really solid re receiving prospect, but nobody that's like a five star top ten I, next to Julio Jones. Like he's a good uh, prospect, but he's not like okay, it's okay to get cooked by that dude. It's like sometimes. You know, you got to be like, all right, maybe we uh, have this guy ranked a little bit too high. So, yeah, he he uh, just with his whatever it is, four, nine, 40 time destroyed the uh, the five star yeah. recruit, former five star recruit that's heading to Michigan. So we already love him for that. 
And also, too, in, in college football, yes, it, it pays to have speed. Like, it's awesome. A ton of great fast receivers. But you can get away without being a, a speed demon, too, oh, in the yeah. college game. Like, if you do run great routes, have great body position, great hands, which, check, check, check for Antonio Gates Jr. Yeah, I, this is definitely something to be thrilled about. I, I feel I feel weird that, like, hey, we're, we're talking up this four-star kid because he's obviously incredible. But, yeah, that's just... I guess the one hang-up some people might have is, oh, I heard he's not that fast. Like, yeah, yeah but he's still pretty bleeping good. <laughs> the guy's awesome. So Yeah, like, yeah. it's great to be really fast. Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time, ran a 4-7. So it's not everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to be a good receiver. Uh, and he does a lot of things well. And you would imagine having played football for his dad, with like next to his dad, around his dad, you know, some of those tips might have uh, might pay off. Like, hey, here's how you get sure. open when you're at the top of your stem. Here's how to use your hands to get some space from the guy, and that's stuff that helps you get open. And that's what takes you to the, a next level as a receiver. I would take a receiver a million times over again who is absolutely elite at that sort of subtle separation, route running, hands, body mm-hmm. position. A million times I'll take that person over an athletic freak who doesn't really know what they're doing. Like a million times out of a million. Like it's just, it makes for a better receiver. Now, if you can get someone who's good at both, fantastic. Um, But no, I like, (laughs) I like a lot of what Gates brings to the table. I like some of his skills. I like his um, sort of like the way he could project as he gets more athletic, gets a better body, gets into the strength program all uh, those good things. And yes, I, I don't know, like it, it's always tough because he could still grow a couple inches. We don't really know his dad. How tall Antonio Gates senior was like six, four, right? Yeah, I think so. Six, four sounds all right. I, I could double check. I'm, that I'm right checking now. it right now. Yeah. It was six, four. Look at that. Um, so would it stun me if by the time Antonio Gates Juniors is in college playing, he's six foot three? Like, no, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh, don't. Me. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. And so and maybe, you know, maybe he ends up as like a, like a hybrid tight end type, a guy who can stay in line a little bit if he gets bigger, or a guy who can split out, do a little bit of both, kind of similar to the way that his dad ended up playing and helped revolutionize the position. So. He's a receiver yeah. right now. He could end up being a defensive back. We'll see what route they kind of want to take him, whether they want to keep him at sort of that lighter, quicker weight, or if they want to get him a little bit bigger. But he's talented, good hands, good at a bunch of like really smart, solid receiver things. But yeah, if you watch his film, you're not going to be like, oh my God, look at him go. <laughs> like He's not that type of prospect, but he is... Uh, really smooth and really good at a number of things. And I, I'm uh, a big fan of him and was hoping that uh, he'd end up at Michigan State. We, we thought he would uh, for a while now. He's gotten crystal balls going back into the last fall, um, but it just took a little bit extra time. And now they got him, and they got a top 200 or so kid, uh, according to 24-7 Sports. And, uh, Matt, that doesn't hurt. No. The, the cries have been heard of, where's our four-star? <laughs> there he is. For, for myself included. But, hey, he's right here, baby. There That's right. He is. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get to some takes. Take Tuesday sure. coming at you. But first, a word from Bet Online. Dot A-G. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all 
the scores at Bet Online. You can also get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs on the website or their easy-to-use mobile app. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, did you have takes? Like, I didn't formulate any takes. You said there's listener takes? No, we still have a ton oh, okay. from last week. Oh, but yeah, before we sure. get to that, Will, I, I do have one. Um, I'll try, bud. So, uh, SEC expansion, right? They're about to have 38 teams, seemingly, in their league. And one um, idea how to divvy it up isn't two divisions, but rather four pods. So, someone went through and they actually did, you know, four pods for what would be eventually the four big conferences in the country should the Big 12 dissolve. So, uh, amongst the pods, like, oh, the West pod, it's going to be Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska, and Kansas. Okay. Uh, what I want to present to you, though, is what MSU's pod would be. It would be the North pod with Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Michigan State. Will, my take? I hate this. No, that sounds like no fun. I, are, are you kidding me? No, we don't get Maryland. We don't get Rutgers. We don't get Purdue, Indiana, Illinois. North, no, 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 no. That, no, that sucks. That sucks. Am I running from the competition? Yes. You're damn right I am. That's right. <laughs> uh, Big Ten East. Or no, I'm sorry. The Big Ten West gets enough cakewalks. I don't want MSU to go from the Big Ten East to a even tighter juggernaut of that pod right there. I'm not saying, you know, it, it's... It's not the world beaters of Ohio State and Penn State, but still, I'm not necessarily tickled by how that hypothetical would lay out. I'm with you. Hey, there we go. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about, baby. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So just had to bring up the hypothetical before getting into the actual good takes here. Um, all right. So this first one here, Will, is from Spencer Dial. He writes in, MSU has more talent than Northwestern, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, Nebraska, Purdue, Rutgers, and Maryland. That's seven teams for those count at home. And Michigan is a toss-up as usual. Therefore, anything worse than 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five for the season should be considered very poor. And of course, we've talked about it a thousand times. Vegas thinks the over-under, and not thinks, Vegas has put the over-under at four and a half wins. So they're definitely expecting what would be a very poor season, according to Spencer, and maybe according to us. Who's to say? What's your take on this, Will? Very poor is, is too strong. I think I'll take away the very yeah. part. Yeah. If they go six and six uh, in the regular season, I think that's kind of fine. I'll be a little bit. I think I'd be fine too. I'd be a yeah. little like, eh, I wish they would have gotten to seven. But I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know about Mel. <laughs> right. Now, if, yeah, if they go three right. and nine. All right, then I'm going to have some doubts start start creeping in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't say like a 6 and 6 or 5 and 7 would be very poor. It'd be su- it would be a a bummer if they go 5 and 7 miss a bowl game. I think getting to a bowl this year would be really beneficial in more ways than one. Um you know, I I think in terms of like the discussion of talent, right? Talent levels. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have more than Youngstown State. Um, 
obviously they're going to have more than Western Kentucky. They should, you would think, have more than Purdue. Rutgers is kind of right in there too, but like, like there's a handful of toss-up-y like, are they really more talented than Nebraska right now? I mean, Scott Frost has had some pretty good recruiting classes. It hasn't been figured out. Yeah. But like, Maryland gives me pause too, Maryland, man. Maryland I mean, just brought in like the number 12 player in the class of 2021. <laughs> I, I know. Like Maryland keeps on getting these individual great kids, yeah. but they've yet to put it together. But they also showed shades of it they last did. year, the, the three uh, games they did play. Yeah, Talia I know. might be pretty damn good. Um, I know. Northwestern, yeah, they lost a bunch of talent, but they're still like – I think they they're, take. They're a, just they're gonna steady, take, yeah, Eddie, man. They're going to take I a know. step back this year, but they could still very well be like a they're still seven, fine. A seven win team. They're still good players sure. there. So like, yeah, the schedule does set up for them to have a pretty solid season, but it's not like they got a couple games that should be walkovers. You would hope. Other than that, lot up for grabs, right? Pretty much every yeah. Big Ten game. You could tell me outside of like the Ohio State game, you could tell me the spread's going to be within seven points either way, and I would believe you. Oh, Penn State too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Penn well, State okay. wasn't great like last that. year, and they. I mean, maybe it's like no. ten, but I don't know. It's not like Penn State. I don't think Penn State's going to be a world beater this year. They'll be good because they're always good, and they have a bunch of talent, a bunch of really good players True. for future first, second round picks. But like. Do they have a quarterback yet? Did they figure that one out? I could not give you that answer right now. Yeah. <laughs> have to tap into lock on Nittany lines for that one. Um, yeah, I think I'd throw around the term very poor if they went four and eight. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that too lenient? I, I don't know. No, I guess that's what Vegas has that. Maybe that's what yeah. I'm resting on. Yeah, but, honestly, yeah. and that's like with four and a half in Vegas. So, like. Yeah, because yeah. that means, okay, you're winning Youngstown State, you're beating West Kentucky. I, I'm assuming that. I, I guarantee they're going to lose both those games now that I, we're just talking so blasé about it. Anyway, you beat the Penguins, you beat the Hilltoppers. You, you can't win three of, like, yeah, just like Spencer said, like Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, Purdue, like, uh, hmm. yeah. or just no, like a, a toss-up game out of nowhere. Like, that That would be a little disappointing. No, 4-8 and eight is, is where I'll turn around the, the VP word. Very poor. Okay. So. Yeah. Should we squeeze one more in here? Do you want to? Yeah, do a, no, to squeeze one more in here. I'm sorry. Right, hold like on, this hold one. on. Um, no, 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 my bad. I just, like, I, I'm clicking through to, like, different ad reads, and I happen to click my Twitter tab, and sure. right in front of me was a video from a beach volleyball game. Did you see this serve? Yeah, oh, my, dude, I could take 500 <laughs> attempts at this, and I wouldn't even get it close. I, I was blown away. I was blown away. <laughs> I cannot tell the countries or who it is. It, no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> the guy is facing sideways, um, and instead of throwing the ball in front of him and hitting it forward, he kind of throws it behind him, takes the opposite hand, bashes it 600 feet in the air, Yes. And it lands like right in the middle of the opposing the geometric center. Like, <laughs> like, unbelievable. Drops it right in there, like perfectly. It's absolutely incredible. How in the world did that happen? Anyway, give me another take. Sure. This is from uh, Fall Guy, aka Realignment Guy uh, dash hashtag Hot Lat Summer. All right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Glad we got. Got to get it all. Land a lot of the Got to get it all. <laughs> <laughs> type of way by rich homie Quan should be the entrance song it's perfect thunderstruck is too outdated type of way was legendary during the 2014 
season. That's a good one. It's a good one. Well, do you have a smoldering hot take about this, or do you agree with Fall Guy, a.k.a. Realignment Guy, dash, hashtag, hot last summer? Uh, it's not a bad suggestion by any means, um, but that doesn't mean it's not wrong. The correct answer is, and forever will be, Nuck If You Buck. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say Swag Surfing, because that, that's been uh, thrown around quite a bit. Um, type of what? No, it'd be awesome. Don't get me wrong, for or, sure. But I, or Annie Up. Okay. Fair enough. I like that. Um, see, Will, I, I'm going to whisper this quietly because I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but I, I don't mind Thunderstruck. I know. I know, I know you don't. It's, I know you don't. And, like, as the years go along, like, it's kind of grown on me a little more and more. Like, we're, we're, we're on the precipice of it almost barely getting to the point where it's, like, MSU's thing, you know, like, Inner Sandman or uh, uh, what's the... We are Penn State's on Kerncraft 400, I believe it is. You know, like, it, it's it's. Do we want it there. to be our thing, though? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I wouldn't mind. You've been bound by about Thunderstruck with like. I really wish they didn't update the video of Sparty cutting the uh, logos in half. I wish they kept it like. Um, what, what's the old uh, web browsing platform people use? Like Dream Dreamweaver? Like a Dreamweaver video of Sparty slicing a logo in half. Just super uh, low budget production. That, God, that was so cool. But no, I kind of like Thunderstruck. I'm sorry. So I'm going to have to disagree with the take. Yeah, Thunderstruck. Like type away. Thunderstruck should only be used for drinking games. Maybe that's why I like it too, just because it does remind me of the good old days of college and playing Thunderstruck to get the evening started. <laughs> when I was in Vegas, quick story. Oh. Um, <laughs> we were we had a friend with us uh, who had never been to the Strip, and we were staying downtown because we're d- disgusting degenerates. Love that move. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I went to the White Castle downtown and watched. Um, <laughs> two uh, guys that I'm guessing lived on the street for the most part. Um, sure. Watched uh, almost a fight happen. One guy was just like okay. going nuts and yelling and screaming. And then the other guy came up and just started dancing in front of him. That's what I'm talking about right like, there. That, that is downtown Vegas as hell. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> stayed downtown. Yes. We had a friend who hadn't been to the strip. So we went like, all right, we'll go show you the shops at Caesars. We'll do the fountains of the Bellagio, you know, cliche kind of thing. Just do a quick little mm-hmm. hour or so on the strip and then head back. Uh, so we leave the Bellagio. The taxi line is just ridiculously long and we are rolling 10 deep. Uh, sure. Yes, yeah, one does. Two yeah. taxis out there, two taxis to get back, stuff like that. Um, so we're rolling 10 deep and this guy walks up to us. He's like, Hey, how many you got? And we're like 10. He's like, I got a stretch limo, $10 each. And we all just kind of looked at each other. And my one friend goes, I'll pay for it. <laughs> nice. Love that. <laughs> and so we all just jump into the stretch limo. We get in the guy's like, you guys like beer? <laughs> we're like, yeah. He's <laughs> like in the back seat, there's a cooler. <laughs> my friend who was, hammered like dives behind all the seats and is just like tossing beers up to everyone <laughs> and we decide the appropriate thing to do at that moment is to play thunderstruck yeah d- god that sounds awesome <laughs> so, i get more jealous of this trip every time it's brought up man so, that's awesome yeah it was like a, you know 15 minute ride from the strip back to downtown traffic all that um so it was a, a hoot and a half we drank between the 10 of us like 30 beers in the 15 minutes <laughs> we're like we're not we're not gonna not take advantage of this um no, absolutely not no, so yeah, no 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 I, i'm i'm mostly out on thunderstruck unless you're in a stretch limo in vegas that you didn't sure. expect to be in playing thunderstruck with free beer very fair all right yeah that plays 
All right. Do you want to do more takes or emails after the break? I got a take that All I right. want to get to. Okay. We'll do that take and yeah. then some emails. First word from rockauto.com. Dot Gotcha. Ah, crap. Crap. Matt, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's pretty much impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why are you still going there? Hmm? Why? Uh, because because I'm a big clown, Will. That's why. <laughs> why are you still yeah. going there watching the person behind the counter order the part, making sure they get the only one, the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you get no options? No, 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 no. Sure. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket rockauto.com is a family business they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years and they have everything you could ever need brake parts tail lamps motor oil new carpet what else matt gas pedals gas Gas pedals they have anything you could ever need you can do it all from the comfort of your home and parts will get delivered directly to your door why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Well, once again, Will, I, I would if I was a clown. Here. Here. But you are not a clown, so instead you're going to go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, Matt, let's get this uh, get this take off your chest. This is from Michael Weatherwax. Uh, this is, I have two takes, he writes. The old smokestack on campus being right next to the stadium gave it more character. And number two, Michigan State has a top three running back room in the Big Ten, and they aren't number three. Got to get to the first one right off the bat. I was thinking about that the other day. Why did they ever take the smokestack down? Like, I, I get you're not using it anymore, but it's not like it's still, like, emitting, you know, tons of CO2 in the atmosphere and just damaging the ozone layer. Like, that that smokestack went hard, man. I, what did they do That with did add character. They just demolished just, yeah, it. Like, they, they just, sold the bricks yeah, off at the surplus the store. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. You know what they should have done? Down. Like, yeah, it's, oh, talk to it's, me. it's not working. What? Whatever. It's, it's not in use. It's just sitting there. We got to do something with it. Okay. Let's Great very though. carefully pick it up. Put it on a truck. Okay. Drive sure. it down farm lane. Okay. Park it at the corner of the stadium and just build something like at the base of it, like some sort of fan area or food area for like the parking lot whatever just like have it be sort of a cool scenic thing outside of the stadium statue-esque type thing give some character to the building you know i almost wonder if you could build like a viewing deck too at the very top you know feel like the statue of liberty (laughs) very dangerous that was a very narrow smokestack but you know what if you're daring enough for fifty five ninety nine, we could take you to the top so you could watch a quarter of Michigan State football from five miles above sea level. Um, yeah, that sounds appealing for everyone. Okay. Yeah. No, God, the smokestack, gone too soon, gone down. So I like the Michigan State running back room one. I don't know enough about the other running back rooms in the Big Ten, but I know enough to get really, really excited about this Michigan State room. So I'm going to blindly say that, yeah, that's a that's a good take about the running backs. I mean, come on. Kenneth Walker's a God, he, he's an Adonis, for God's sakes. <laughs> Cannot wait. 
<laughs> Cannot wait. Yeah, I, I agree. After the strength program, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> Man, that's right. Roids are back, baby. I mean, that, that hey, is awesome. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I that was that was a joke. That was not a legitimate Whoa. accusation. I, let me backpedal there. That's Whoa. joking. Whoa. Whoa. It's, it's not the early nineties anymore, Will. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Uh let's get to some emails. Yeah, let's do it, baby. Okay. Let's get it popping. The person who sent you the pod take. Or pod wait, was it a take or a hypothetical? I don't remember anymore. No, I don't remember anymore. Like, that we could do one with another MSU pod? No, like, team, pods of teams. Oh, oh, oh no, that was just me. That, that was just me that, that came up oh, with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Uh, all right, sorry. I was good for something. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> so, oh, no, did, did someone else have a similar one? Adam Hutchinson emails in. Ah, Adam, great minds think alike, Adam. There you go, baby. See, I'm just trying to be like Adam. That's all. Beat the, That's all. Hear me out. Beat the SEC at their own conference expansion game and get to 20 schools. Oh, yeah. I'm all in already. Yes. <laughs> yes. Raid the Pac-12 for Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Stanford, USC, yep. and UCLA. 20 yep. school means four pods of five schools. Here are the pods. The West Coast pod. Washington, Oregon, Stanford, USC, UCLA. The Great sure. Midwest pod. Colorado, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin. I say we call that the Plains pod. Yeah, the broke pod. That's right, with Colorado being in it. The Central the Mid- poor people's pod. <laughs> the Central Sorry. pod. Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, Indiana, and Michigan State. And the Love Eastern pod, yep. <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Rutgers, and Maryland. You can protect rivalries if you want. Get your nine-game conference schedule. You play each other. And he suggests, you know, play one other pod. But I think you can kind of dip into different pods a little bit. Sure. Have protected rivalry games for basketball. Each uh, Play each team once. That gets you 19 games plus a rival for a second time. Or your pod twice, one to two rival games, and two of the three other pods. There are scheduling options in this map. What do you think about those pods? I love it. Um, I want to make one change, though. Uh, we're booting UCLA, and we're actually going outside the Pac-12. We're, we're getting Hawaii involved in this somehow. <laughs> um, I would like to have like a road trip to Hawaii on the table like every three, four, five years, yeah. if you will. Um Hit me with MSUs again. I, I know sure. it sounded very desirable from a football standpoint. Oh, it's an easy pod to win. Illinois, mm-hmm. Northwestern, Purdue, Indiana, Michigan State. Yeah, listen, I know Indiana's getting good, and that's all fun, and Northwestern steady Eddie, but wow, that you talk about a favorable pod to be in. I, <laughs> I cannot get enough of that one. Um, and yeah, you know what? I like the East pod, too, because, listen, I, I, I don't like Rutgers and Maryland. They just don't belong in the Big Ten. And also, Penn State and Michigan, if you guys want to act like hot, you know what? Okay, fine. Here, get in here with uh, Ohio State. Prove yourselves. That's right. You guys want to be this big national brand and an awesome program? Okay, Good luck in the East Pod. No, I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic, fantastic setup, Adam. Yes, that's. Yeah, I read that and I, then I got confused. I was like, wait a second, did we already do this? Deja vu? No, sorry, no. He just did a way better job at uh, his hypothetical than mine. So yeah, that's that's a bang up job, bang up job. The next email comes in from Dylan Comer. Dylan, you're the man. Dylan, thank you, thank you for the kind words at the top of the email. Um, Mel's media day appearance and our discussion about it got him to thinking the following questions. How many programs across college football 
are in another tier or two up from MSU. Um, he comes up with the following 13. And there's, you know, okay. his history, current success, prestige, fan base, revenue, etc. Texas, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Florida, Florida State, USC, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Auburn. Um, okay. That was a lot. That was a lot. Um, so, he said USC, right? He said USC. Uh, say Oregon? He did not. I was going to add Oregon. Um, That's a fringe one. Just because yeah. the Nike value. Um, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Played a national title game, and they, they're the way they carved out their own sort of brand as the high-tech future million uniforms. Sure. Like, they could they could be running Veer, and people would be like, oh, high-flying Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> right, Yes. Three yards in a cloud of dust, um, baby. That's right. <laughs> just run like there's no one else in the Big Twelve that is for sure above MSU aside from Texas and Oklahoma. Um, yeah, right, right. The ACC. I mean, you could throw Miami in there as well. <sighs> See, I was pondering about that one too. Like, but like, it, it ain't the Miami of old. No, but they, they are getting better. I guess I don't they're know. They're still prestige. They're always going to be the U. They have two documentaries made about them that were super popular. A lot yeah. of titles. It's very cool. Recruiting ground is as fertile as can get. Um, yeah, so true. Uh, I would throw Oregon in there. I would throw Miami in there. I don't think, honestly, anyone else from the ACC is obviously a tier up above them. Like, North Carolina is just getting good again. Um, God, who like, the rest of the conference is a heaping dumpster fire virginia it's tech. like virginia tech doesn't do it for no, me uh, virginia doesn't do it for me uh, yeah. um in the sec i think you can make a case for tennessee certainly just because they oh i don't know if you jump for a tennessee job though i mean yeah. I, I get that it has prestige it has history it has money. the money but what what money. a complete mess you're stepping into man um, that is a a&m we got to throw a&m in there I would say so. Yeah, yeah. both the Mi- yeah. I would I would put Michigan State and both the Mississippi schools kind of in the same sort of spots. Um, Kentucky, That's Vanderbilt fair, are not going to be above them. South no. Carolina's South Carolina hasn't won a conference title ever. No, that's a br- <laughs> no. Great color scheme, yeah. great stadium, great nickname. It's it's all very fun, but huh. yeah. So once it, it's get, fun watching from afar. <laughs> that that top group of thirteen. For sure, you want to throw in Miami, you want to throw in Oregon, you want to throw in Texas A&M, maybe consider Tennessee. But after that, yeah, it's Michigan State and a million other schools that are kind of in the same area. They're Nebraska, whatever, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, I guess, yeah. you know, UCLA. But they, I mean, they haven't been good for a while. They're just, a you know, in L.A., um, yeah, there, there's not a there's not a, a ton. I mean, Michigan State, whatever. No matter what any Michigan fan wants to say or anything like that, like Michigan State is a top twenty ish, like top twenty program in the country. Like right around there in terms of money, fan base, right. size, prestige, historic success, brand value, whatever you want to use. Like they're they're certainly up there, but yeah, they are a, a tier below all those teams uh, that we went through. I don't think that's unfair. Yeah. What does Mel have to do at MSU to be pursued by one of these programs? I think as soon as he wins 10 games, if he wins 10 games, an offer is going to come in. Because 
a lot of people really like Mel Tucker um, in the coaching world. Yeah, he was yeah, right. He's he's not a secret. No, yeah. he's been he's well connected. Part of the Saban tree, national championship uh, winning assistant coach multiple times, national runner up defensive coordinator uh, at Georgia. Like, yeah, he's not a secret. It's it's going to be. If he's if he wants to leave and has success, it will not be hard. It will not take him a long time to advance up the ladder if that's what he chooses. I think a ten win season would be enough uh, in like year three or four. Year four probably. Uh, year three is a little. Uh, sure. I know you hate when I say this, but yeah, I I agree. That's oh great double digit wins. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. What do you think? would be the determining factor for Mel if he does jump ship. Oh, SEC country I, or warm weather. I mean, I don't think it's going to be necessarily a money thing. Like, MSU is already paying yeah, him MSU a good pay. amount. And if they do perform and get to double-digit wins, like, I'm sure they could crack open the bank vault again and match another offer that he's getting. Um, you know, Michigan State has money. Mm-hmm. It's not a poor person's school. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it would just be... It's not Colorado. Sure, not Colorado. Um, no, I think it'd just be the opportunity of SEC and, yeah, because, well, we see where Texas and Oklahoma are going. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, for the money, but also, yeah, yeah. like, that that's the primo competition, baby. Chance like, that's, to win a title. Like, a real chance right. to have a title-ish team every two or three years. Um, or yeah. at least, like, title-ish talent. The ability right. to be in, a, in the middle of the country region where you can just, like, pull top 10 classes pretty consistently like it's not a coincidence like a lot of the good teams are from the south because a lot of the good players play high school football in the south so like you know being in that region being in that conference the prestige of it the difficulty of it the chance to be truly like national bleep swinger on a national scale like that that would be i think would be the big thing it's just something michigan state can never provide because it's the smaller school the less popular school in michigan it's not no they're not in alabama they're not in florida not in texas it's the second most popular school in michigan so sure it's it's an uphill battle all right that'll do it for today's show um let's see i got two emails sitting in the hopper for tomorrow's show if you want to send some in locked on spartans at gmail dot We'll be back tomorrow. It's the last week of Will, people. Get him in yeah, while he's here. Get him I, in. Seriously, yeah. Uh, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. It is the perfect way to get ready for the NBA draft. Our Locked On NBA local experts will be making selections and trades for your favorite teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. Matt, trivia? Trivia, Will. Uh, Who was the starting quarterback of Michigan State's 1966 National Championship football team? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Nailed it. That's right. Jimmy Jimmy Ray. Ray. Jimmy Ray. Jimmy Ray. Yep. Uh, A.K.A. The first Kirk Cousins. That's right. All right. Go Green.